Hello, everybody. My name is Brian Rundle, and this is a special edition of Run's House. I normally do the show on Monday and Friday, but I thought I'd throw a Wednesday episode in today after a couple interesting days with the President of the United States. In a recent press conference, he shocked reporters by letting them know that he takes the drug hydroxychloroquine. Reporter asked him why, and his response was, as Donald Trump as it gets. His response was because he thinks it's good and he's heard a lot of good stories. That's why he's taking a drug that is used to prevent malaria, really. It also is used to treat lupus and rheumatoid arthritis, but he says he's been taking it a couple weeks now, even though the FDA says that it is not a good idea to take to prevent COVID-19. Dr. Fauci says there is absolutely no proof that hydroxychloroquine helps anybody that has it, but this guy is going to continue to push this drug, and many people are wondering why. Is he really taking it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he is, maybe he isn't, but multiple times now, he has suggested that people should take this drug. I would suggest that he's not taking this. Now, I don't know for sure, but it is my opinion that he has some motivation to tell people to take hydroxychloroquine. Donald Trump has now become officially the snake oil salesman I've always said he was. He's a fraud, he's a phony, he's a fake. Even if he is taking it, it's all phony. He might have taken a couple pills just to say he took it, but this guy's not taking that on a regular basis. There's no way. You guys know what a snake oil salesman is, right? Back in the old days, there used to be a guy who would travel from town to town and he would sell this magical formula to people that did nothing for him, but he was a great salesman. He would push it and tell them, you take this and your problems will go away. People in the town would buy it and buy it and buy it. And once they realized it didn't work, boom, he was out of town. He's gone. Now, unfortunately, Donald Trump's not going anywhere. He's still going to be in town, but he doesn't care because he's never cared in his career. He's never cared about selling a bogus product, collecting people's money and leaving them in the dust. It's been his whole career. Now, side effects on this drug include paranoia, hallucinations, and psychosis. So maybe he is taking it because he clearly is showing signs of the side effects. Now, over on Fox News, they're having a little bit of a battle over there. See, there's actually a couple of factions of Fox News that isn't 100% horrible. You have the morning idiots and you have the night idiots. Anything after 5 o'clock. Basically, you might as well be watching Jerry Springer or, you know, That Kid's Not Mine show or whatever those shows are. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're entertaining, but they're meant to be entertaining. They're not supposed to have any educational merit. They're supposed to be for entertainment purposes only. But Fox News being a version of that is not a good thing, especially for the viewers that watch Fox News. But Neil Cavuto, who's a longtime broadcast journalist, has concerns for the president. And he said a few days ago during his broadcast that if you are taking it as a preventative measure and you are vulnerable, it will kill you. And Donald Trump is vulnerable. Donald Trump has a heart condition. Donald Trump is going to be 74 years old. 
Then you get to the night idiots and Laura Ingram. She's pushing it along with the president for some bizarre reason. Now, of course, she hit us with the, I'm not a doctor, but people who aren't getting it when perhaps they could, they aren't getting it and it actually could benefit them. And it's very safe, she said, but I'm not, listen, I'm not a doctor. She's your cousin who tells you you have a lawsuit against your neighbor for thousands of dollars because their kid knocked over your mailbox. But I'm not a lawyer, but I think you can do it. Now, of course, this set off the hydroxy drama queen, Donald Trump, and he is not happy with Fox News. He wishes Roger Ailes was back. He has a lot in common with Roger Ailes. They have a a lot they can discuss and talk about. Who else is he going to talk about objectifying women with? Now his partner in sexual assault is dead, and Fox News is running wild, saying crazy things like, a drug the FDA says you shouldn't take could kill you. I don't know, it seems to me like Neil Cavuto cares more about Donald Trump than Laura Ingram does, because he's right. But you're going to have a couple of pro-Trump doctors who are going to push this along with them. It's amazing to me how many people bow down to this guy. It really amazes me how many people will do anything for this guy. Say anything for him. I don't get it. What is the appeal here? So anyway, Donald Trump is not happy with Fox News, and he says he might have to find another channel. This is about the 53rd time he has threatened to pull away from Fox News because he didn't like the reporting by some actual journalists on the channel. I mean, he's the guy who goes into a restaurant and got treated well a couple times, and now he goes back, there's a new manager, and he's not getting the free drinks and the free food, so he runs to Yelp and puts a review and says, you know what, I don't think I'm going there anymore. The service is terrible. My God. I bet you the morning and the night idiots are going to be on their best behavior in the next few days. They're going to make sure he sticks around. And by the way, the morning idiots and the night idiots are the ones who were denying this whole thing from the beginning. Then they had to change their tune. Then they had to go a different angle, much like the people in your community and your friends and the Facebook people and the Twitter people, the coronavirus deniers. How many of you out there know a coronavirus denier? I see plenty of them. It is beyond bizarre. People are politicizing a pandemic that is real. In the city that I live in, oh my gosh, they, they're making people wear masks. And this has set off a firestorm from the true patriots of our country who say, you are infringing upon my rights, sir, ma'am. Wearing a mask is unconstitutional. So I want to give everybody a little bit of advice to anybody that has to deal with a coronavirus denier and the best way to handle them. You see, it is my opinion that these people don't care about having to wear a mask. It's all a big rouge. It's all a big act so they can do everything they can to please their supreme leader. So the coronavirus deniers have now become the coronavirus itself. And the only way to get rid of the coronavirus is to do everything you can to stay away from it. And it's the same concept here, because what these idiots want is for you to argue back with them because they really don't care about having to wear a mask. They think walking around town without a mask on is going to show that they're not going to have their rights taken away from them. This is a statement of freedom and my rights as an American. 
And they are daring you to say something. They're daring you to. Now, I know a lot of us want to say something because we understand how ridiculous it is. And you may be saying, hey, run, look, I say something because I don't want them to spread this around. I don't want to give it to my parents or anybody else for that matter. And I completely understand what you're saying. But the problem is they're going to do it no matter what. It doesn't matter. So I think the more you ignore it, the more some people may start coming around. Now, there's a very good chance that they will not. It's very hard to reason with a Trump supporter. They are locked in and they are going to do whatever it is they can to pump out their chest and proudly show how much they love this man. Have you ever actually tried to reason with a Trump supporter? I mean, really gave it a shot. You know how impossible it is. They worship this guy in a way that is very bizarre and, and quite scary. But I've broken down Trump supporters to three different types. There are three different types of Trump supporters. And I'll tell you, I do when I do this podcast, a lot of people will send me direct messages and say, hey, you know, we need as many votes as we can get. You might want to try to lure some Trump supporters over our way. And I agree. I mean, that would be great to get some Trump supporters. And I do believe there are some who originally voted for the guy who do not fall into one of these three categories. I think they just thought that maybe he could bring a change that would be something completely different that Washington has never seen. They were completely right about that, but not in the way that they thought. We might be able to pull over a few of them. But the ones who fall in one of these three categories, there might be, we might have a shot at one of the three. And that one is the politically stupid. And when I say politically stupid, there are a lot of Trump supporters who are just now getting into politics because they thought Donald Trump was hilarious. Let's be fair. There are a lot of politically stupid people on the left. But in my opinion, if you put them on a scale, the people are weighing down that scale more on the right side than they are on the left. I'd say it's good 70-30. I might be off on those numbers, 80-20. But anyway, the politically stupid are the ones who are fringe political people who kind of know as an American they should be involved, but they really don't care. Everything else on TV, everything else in their lives is way more important than politics. So maybe over the last four years, they were like, hey, I'm going to get involved in the process. I never even voted before, but I'm voting for this guy because he's hilarious. He tells it like it is, and he's a great businessman. So hopefully, over the last four years, they found out that his telling it like it is is beyond ridiculous, and that his past as a businessman is a joke. I'm going to do a podcast on his life as a businessman, because I really wish, I almost wish people would have to learn exactly who this guy was as a businessman. So you could see what a fraud he was. He was a terrible businessman. Everybody in the real estate community in New York City laughed at this guy. He was a joke to them. Still is to this day. I mentioned before, he bankrupted three casinos. And if you don't know how almost impossible it is to bankrupt a casino, then you'd really be shocked about how bad of a businessman he was. But maybe I'll do that next week. I can go on forever on that show. 
So anyway, you have the politically stupid. Then you have the racists. The racists are staying where they're at. and We don't want them anyway. If I were a candidate for president and I had the ability to look into people's minds and to see if they were a racist, I would tell them not to vote for me. Even if I lost, I don't want your vote. That's pretty easy. Are we all in agreement there that we don't want the vote of a racist anyway? So we'll check them off. And then you have the ultra rich. And I'm not talking about the guy who thinks he's rich. You got a guy who makes $150,000 a year. He thinks he's hobnobbing with Donald Trump. He bought a BMW, so now he's, he's welcome at Mar-a-Lago. Calm down, guys, gals. You're not the kind of rich Donald Trump likes, even though he's not as rich as those guys. He refuses to release his tax returns, so we can't prove it, but I feel pretty good about that one. So you're not going to get the ultra-rich. You're not going to get the racist. We don't want them anyway. Maybe we can work on the politically stupid. So if you have friends or you have neighbors or you have family members, anything that you can talk some sense into, try everything you can to draw them in. I'm going to do the same. And we're going to convince them that not only is Joe Biden a 10,000 times better candidate, but Donald Trump is a danger to them and to this country. Donald Trump does not have their or their family's best interest. The guy bragged coming into the whole thing that he was going to have a Medicare program better than anything you've ever seen in the United States. He said four years now, nothing, absolutely nothing. Nothing has been brought to the table by Donald Trump or the Republicans on medical insurance. Not one thing. And that is one of the most important issues, if not the most important issue, for voters, right and left. Again, just like the coronavirus. The coronavirus doesn't care what party you are. Neither does cancer. Neither do strokes. Neither do heart attacks. This is the important stuff. And Democrats seem to be the only party that cares about it. Republicans say they do, but they do nothing about it. They had their first two years in office to do everything they can to come up with a fantastic, better than anything you've ever seen insurance plan. Where is it? That's what Republicans do well. They're very good at messaging. They're very good at telling people, this is what we'll do, this is what we'll do, and come up with nothing. So they're great at messaging, but they're bad at policy. Unfortunately, the Democrats are great at policy, but they're horrible at messaging. They're the ones who want to make sure everybody is taken care of and they can't get it through some people's heads that they are more for the people than Republicans are. Democrats during this pandemic want to give the people means so they can get through this thing. And the Republicans have convinced other American people that that's a terrible idea. Even though the money that they're giving to us is our money. It's our tax money. Why would you deny this? It's not a handout. It's not socialism. You know, I made a rule when I started these podcasts. Because on these podcasts, you can say whatever you want. You can curse. You can do whatever. And I tell you, I want to curse all the time on these things. But I've decided I'm not going to. But there are a few times today that I really wanted to. And I know a lot of you, if not all of you, can handle it. I might drop some every once in a while. But as I'm right now, we're going to smooth sail through this thing. Do everything we can to keep our heads on straight. Make sure we do not get sidetracked for the election coming up in November. It appears to be a long way away, but it will be here before you know it. 
You know how every single year Christmas comes along and you go, oh my God, I can't believe it's Christmas time. We should start believing that at some point because every time it comes around, we say the same thing. I, I can't believe it's not Christmas time. That's how quickly it comes. So the election is coming quickly. So we have to do everything we can to make sure we stay focused, to make sure we do not get rattled, to make sure we don't, well, Joe Biden, I don't know. You know, he said, stop, stop all that. I don't care what Joe Biden says. People will say to me, uh, what, tell me what you think is the best thing about Joe Biden and don't mention Donald Trump. Well, I say, first of all, I'll vote however I feel like voting for whatever reason that I want to. However, there's a thousand different things about Joe Biden that's better than Donald Trump. I've never heard Joe Biden side with Vladimir Putin against his own intelligence agencies. Joe Biden, I feel, would have reacted way earlier during this pandemic. He would not have disbanded the Infectious Disease Committee that would have helped us through this pandemic way earlier. And we possibly could have been out of this by now, or at least close to it. Joe Biden, I've never heard, and he makes a lot of gaffes, but I have never heard him say you can nuke a hurricane. I've never heard him say you can inject a disinfectant inside your body to get rid of a disease. I've never heard him say windmills cause cancer. And I'm saying the jokey stuff, but on top of that, Joe Biden is one of the most respected men in all of politics from the left and from the right. That's a fact. By all accounts, Joe Biden is a very good man, and he is the antithesis of that monster we have in office right now. In fact, I would suggest to them there's nothing about Donald Trump that's better than Joe Biden. There's nothing. I cannot think of one smart thing that that man has ever said. I really cannot. If I listen to every word that he said since he's taken over as president, heck, even before that, I don't know of anything that he has ever said that resembles any intelligence whatsoever. He's the president of the United States. He is politicized wearing a mask. He's tweeting out a video of a reporter getting chastised and yelled at about being fake news and not only retweeting it, making a comment how those people were great or whatever it is he said. It was something along those lines. That's dangerous. But anyway, I thought I would do a special bonus episode for this Wednesday. I appreciate you downloading this one and listening to it. I started this podcast thing not too long ago, and I am very close to a thousand downloads in a short time. And I have a lot of people, especially some people on Twitter, they've been so gracious and so nice to retweet my show and say such good things about it and direct message me. And I, you know, I say it every, every week, but you know, I really do appreciate it. It means so much to me that you guys have reached out and helped along this show and getting the word out there. And, and it certainly has helped me get those downloads in such a timely and quick fashion. So I really do appreciate it. I will have a Bar Talk episode on Friday night. We will talk a little bit about boxing, and we are going to wrap up The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls documentary, the 10-part documentary just wrapped up on Sunday. So we're going to talk about that. And, of course, I will be back on Monday, and surely Donald Trump and his minions are going to do something again outrageously ridiculous. It is Memorial Day weekend next weekend, so I have a horrific feeling that we're going to see a spike in numbers after next weekend. I really hope not, but either way, stay safe, do your part, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening.